Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And now, now, it's the Mike Calter Show. It's the Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone. And in the studio with us is one of our longtime friends, superstar wrestler, Hall of Famer, actor, uh, Dave Batista. You, you got a book out yet? Yeah, I did, I did a book like back in, uh, God, 2006, 2007. When you were wrestling? Yeah, when I was wrestling. So does that, how does that work? Do they come to you and they go, hey, man, we, we hit a new thing. We turned out not all wrestling fans are dumb. Some of them actually <laughs> read. Rock wrote a book. Mick wrote a book. Read a I book. mean, still yeah. put a lot of pictures in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was a few pictures. <laughs> but no, it was, uh, it was a series. Of, they, they kept asking me to do it, and I was like, I want to do a book. Yeah. And then they, uh, one of the... Somebody from the company came and said, "Man, we you know think your story is pretty inspiring. It might inspire some kids." And that's like that's my weak point. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They know where to hit me in my heartstrings, and so uh, yeah, and so I did a book, and I actually just uh, so I had a ghostwriter, and he rode around with me on a few tours, and you just you know, tell him like we, stories. We just yeah talked, about, and then he had conversations like with my mom, friends, family, and did some you know a bunch of fact checking, put it, you know put everything in a timeline, and then. I went through like three sets of attorneys, and then they finally you know, got, got approved. And Tell me about your mom. You have a good relationship with your mom? Yeah. I've, well, yeah, we're a little bit on the outs right now. But oh, right now? No, yeah. You yeah, want me to call her? I'll fix it for you? No, no, it's not that bad. We're, Everybody we're goes through that with your mom. My mom gets yeah. mad at me. I, <laughs> my mom turns me into the villain over everything. Like, what I'm, didn't you do? So I didn't. So my niece, I was going to hire my niece as my new assistant. Right. And I, you know, and she's... It was hard for me to do because she's not really qualified for the job, but sure. she's my niece. Yeah. And so I wanted, I've been trying to get my family members to work with me for years, even my brother. Yeah. And anyway, she came. She you came, have a brother? I didn't know you had a brother. Yeah, yeah, I have a brother. He just, he just had twins. He's got three kids now. Got, Holy cow. Yeah, yeah, he's in D.C. So. I, if my brother was ever super famous, I'd want to work for him in a second. Well, and he's in the same business as I am, but he, you know, he got into this, uh, you know, he got in this rhythm of being kind of a stay-at-home dad, and he works from home, so, you know, it's, uh, I don't know, man. I got to admit, I kind of like working from home. It's a little yeah. bit. Well, he, ed- he edits, like, TV, and, and I wanted to get him into editing films. That's right. his dream. So I got him a job on MySpy to come in and edit. But his wife was pregnant. He was like, yeah, I, I just can't leave her, man, because he had to go out to L.A. to work. To and, do that, yeah. So I was like, I totally respected that. But now he's like, <laughs> now they're having twins. Now he's just stuck at home. Yeah, like, He's yeah, stuck yeah. at home for the next 20 oh, I would. I'd be like, let's move the family. All right, yeah. but let's not get off your mother. So yeah. you're back to your mother. You're yeah, fine yeah. with your mother. So I was going to hire my niece. And my niece, uh, you know, I agreed to give her the job. And I said, she's had to move to Tampa. And she, she'd go home, you know, figure it out, come back. And so, like, a month goes by, and I'm getting frustrated. Like, I'm not going to keep calling her and asking her, you know, when are you getting here? Because she said she was coming right back. Right. So a month goes by, and I finally call her, you know, call her up. And I was like, you know, what are you doing? Are you coming or not? And she goes, well, I, you know, I thought you were going to find me an apartment. Just let me know when you're ready. I was like, oh. Wow. <laughs> it's like, you're a grown woman. I was yeah. going to pay her. So this is, I was going to pay her to be my assistant. Seventy-five grand a year. Oh, don't say this about Carmen. My quick. Carmen, I'm gonna take the job. So I was like, I'm paying you a lot of money. Yeah, Get go do part. some like, stuff. You could figure this out on your own. Yeah. And she just, I said, well, we'll do this. I said, well, I'm gonna start, you know, interviewing other people. 
But you let, let me know when you get figured out. And I never heard from her. Mm-hmm. And my mom was mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> that's your niece, David. Yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's what it was, the conversation was. But she's your niece. She doesn't know how to do all this. Then she like, shouldn't be your assistant. Exactly. God, I, Thank I, you. I, you I, get it. I know. I need to be the middleman for a lot of these a lot of these things. But my mom always, she thinks I'm like too harsh. She doesn't understand me. She doesn't understand my personality. It's just, you know. Listen, if it's one thing I know, you're you're one of the sweetest, nicest guys, okay? <laughs> and I don't, I never want to be a pain in the ass to anybody. So I don't text you all the time. I don't yeah. call. But every once in a while, I just check in. I don't listen. You text me. If you were like, "Hey, let's hang out," I feel the same way. Like, like I don't want to be calling him and asking him to come on his show. No, (laughs) you guys are adorable. (laughs) (laughs) But I love coming on your show. I love you, man. I love interviewing with you. You always make it interesting. Listen, this is this is this is a great treat for us. This is something, and and you're always fun on the air. Mm. But I don't, you know, I would imagine a guy like you is just bombarded with nonsense that you don't want to deal with. So it's not that you don't want to deal with me. It's just that it's, I don't want to add another thing. Because I'm at a much smaller level, and I don't already don't want to oh, answer stop. my phone. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't... During the day, I get hit with so much garbage of I, people. That, I know that. Yeah, yeah. so that I, am, I can only imagine. Do you get a lot of uh, people emailing you about GoFundMes? Um, not so much email, but, you know, I get... Tweets or whatever. Social media. Oh, my God. It's, I'm desensitized. I hate them. I, I, to everybody's problems now just yeah. because I, if I read another story about a poor kid getting sick or, yeah. and then I get all upset and then I'm like, I got to help this kid. And then the next guy's right. like, uh, my kid needs a soccer team and wants to travel to whatever. Yeah. I was like, yeah. go pay for it like my mom did when yeah. we were kids. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, and it's hard because I, yeah, I want to help people, especially if they're like animals and, and things yeah. like that. But you, some, you're a big softy, you know. And I, like, cause I don't know, you know, what's real, what's not, and who's just looking to make money. Your assistant needs to do that. Yeah, well, I've got seventy five grand a year. You should have somebody doing that. I actually hired a new assistant. She's she, she's a gangster, man. That don't have sex with her. No, no, she's a lesbian. Oh, perfect, ah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, she's getting married. I think in uh, September. But she's just she's on fire, man. She's, she's and she's super hot too. Yeah. And does she travel with you? She will if I need her to. That's the thing. Like right. she's just, she's just a gangster. She'll do whatever I need. That's she'll, my, even, like, she'll whip some of my ass if I need her to. I mean, I would imagine just from <laughs> spending all the time together, you two will start developing. If she wasn't a yeah, lesbian, yeah. like because you had all your muscles and God knows what she looks like, and yeah. you're like, oh, this is getting kind of crazy now. Nah, we, you know, we, we've also had like the discussion. Like we're just, you know, never gonna, you know, it'll never go there. Yeah, yeah. So, I, and what's just good for me, I don't, I don't need that stress, man. I don't, I don't want that uncomfortable tension. So, so. Unless you pull a girl out of a club one night and she's like, I always want to have a threesome with a lesbian. You'd be like, hey, stand I by. I got yeah, one on call. And that's room. funny, too, because we you know, we, we, we joked around and had fun. Like, threesomes, they do nothing for me. Like, I'm too selfish. I think you're doing it like, wrong. Like, I'm a control freak. I'm yeah. self. I, the lesbian thing does nothing for no, me. No, that's my mom's, a, my mom's a lesbian. I grew up. I'm, it just, there's no mystique there. For right, me. right, right. It just, like, it doesn't do anything for me. Do you remember? I, I was thinking about this today for some reason that you said that is that um, when I was in camp as a yeah. kid, I, maybe like 10 years old, I saw a Hustler magazine that had lesbians in it, and I was like, ew. Not, <laughs> not ew for the lifestyle, but just like, how could there are two girls kissing? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, like two years later, you're like, oh, yeah, let me see that Hustler again. You, you right. start to come around. Maybe not for you. Yeah. Did you was your mom always in a relationship? Um, at, when I was young, yes. And was it weird for you? No, man. Because you were born into it? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know. And my mom was never, my mom was super, like, in your face about it. She was never hit it from, and never made us feel like it was wrong. Or she, I mean, we understood that. That was, was just it. Yeah. It, it, just, it just was. Probably like a lot of lesbian couples with kids now, where they just grow up thinking, yeah, I just happen to have two moms. It, yeah, it wasn't yeah. weird for me at all. It just, uh, I, I, I didn't know any different. And, you know, I, a lot of the time I lived in San Francisco, too, and a, oh, so a lot every, of people yeah, had two yeah. moms. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't different. What about your dad? Where's your dad? He's in uh, D.C. 
Do you talk to him a lot? Do you have a good relationship? No, he's no? a piece of garbage. Piece of garbage, yeah. He's not a piece of garbage. He just wasn't a dad to me. Like, he's a great dad to my brother. Yeah. But it was, you know, it was just different. They got married. You know, he, his new wife, got. they got married under different circumstances. He was always there. He was always present. He was, you know, he, he took care of my brother. He was a good father to him. So we just, like, my brother. Do you respect him for that at all? Like, my dad wasn't really around when I was a kid, but he was such yeah. a good dad to my sister that I, I respect him now for that. Like, he is a good dad. Yeah. No, I don't respect no, him. No, huh? Yeah. I, I, I respect my brother's relationship with him gotcha. so we don't just don't talk about it sure and my brother understands that he was different with me he was never there for me right uh, he made me you know he constantly you're just an idiot you're still because i had learning disabilities and i didn't do well in school so I, and I he didn't treat you right there i made me feel like i was an idiot like the biggest like the biggest idiot in yeah. the world and i just uh he belittled me and beat me well, you know. realize you could beat the crap out of him now that would happen yeah. that would happen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you, uh i mean like you're a humble guy but do you ever lay in bed and think about the people who didn't believe in you when you were a kid and just sit there and smile because I have teachers that I that I want to go back and be like, eh, remember when you said I wouldn't be anything? You know, I mean, there's some people where you know, but I, at the same time, I when I look back, I understand why people didn't see much in me then, because I wasn't full of potential then. I wasn't in your face. I just I didn't. I was lost, man. When I was a kid, I was lost. How old were you when you started getting big? Um, about. Well, I was always big, but I didn't start lifting weights until I was 16, 17. Yeah. And I started wrestling. I'll, I'll tell you, and I know we've talked about this before, but you were one of the first people, because I was, I was doing a wrestling show back then. Mm. You were one of the first people that I heard the tales of, because you were in Ohio Valley. Yeah. And I would, and it was the internet really wasn't what it is now. No. I'd be lucky if I can go to Ohio Valley Wrestling and just see some pictures, and there was yeah. this Leviathan guy. I mean, yeah. you were just... You should have seen Brock. Back. And Brock was, Jesus. yeah, yeah, Brock was huge. Was a, we had, a, we had a, like, a whole crew of guys that were just freaks. Man. Yeah. Yeah, and know, that Rod Waterman, Rod Waterman was huge. Yeah, yo, I was right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, okay. So, so, at what? What's the first movie thing they they bring to you? Um, and, and do it, you take the first one? And actually, I did take the first film I was offered, but it wasn't brought through the WWE. I actually had to like beg and plead to get to be able to do this. It was a a film called Wrong Side of Town. I was doing it as a favor, uh-huh. and I did it as a favor for a friend. But it was also was starring another. Pro. It was starring RVD. Oh, really? Yeah, and so uh, yeah, that was that was kind of what lit the fire under my butt, man. I was, uh, I went and I did that. It was so funny, man, because at the last minute, um, Stormy Daniels was in town, so they Stormy Daniels was a friend of one of the producers, right? They put they, her in the they, movie. They decided that she was going to come in and play my girlfriend, so it just got it got more uncomfortable as it went on. But I, that's when I realized I was just a horrible actor, <laughs> just horrible. Yeah, I was like, man, I was mortified and. Uh, and it just because you think with WWE and that limited acting that you do that I, I could I'd, do this. I thought it'd be okay. Right. But, you know, I felt you know like at that point I felt like it was I felt comfortable in front of the camera. Um, so I just thought it was not going to be a big deal. I literally I was sitting there, lips were quivering, I was shaking. Stormy's boobs were hanging out. I was like, <laughs> it was it was so uncomfortable, and I just uh, I just it, man, it just made me want to be better, like a better actor. Yeah. And what did you do? Did you go? The lessons or no no so what happened was uh with the company you know was making they were making films at uh at the time but they were all starring john cena right and, uh, <laughs> and you so, were in the marine seven and, i know and yeah. well i did i said you know i i you know, I'd, lo- I'd love to do a film is you know i really want to get better at this is there any opportunities for me here and they said no and uh i said well you know i, I should be able to if there's no opportunities for me here i should be able to go outside of the company and, and audition find jobs and 
And they said, no. Oh. <laughs> no, while Cena's making movies, you're going to be here on shows. Oh, wow. Be wow. Shows. And I was like, that's not fair. Yeah. Uh, so I, I told him I was, you know, if I didn't have the opportun- same opportunities as, as Cena, then I'm going to leave. And who you t- who you say this to? You go, this oh, is Vince. a Vince conversation? Yeah, yeah these kind of conversations yeah. with Vince, yeah. Is and it, and is he is he like when you talk to him and you say something that's I mean you, mm-hmm. do you understand like I, look I know I'm just dealing with a a smart business guy I mean oh, I wouldn't I'd sure. want to protect my assets as well even yeah, though he's kind of dicking you over absolutely I always understood that about Vince and yeah. that's why you know I I always liked Vince like yeah. I get along with him I understand him and I and Shane too right your friend with Shane I love Shane yeah. like I love Shane yeah yeah but uh, I I just understand that about him and I don't know. Uh, you know, I understand the way he is, and I know that about him. But you know, at the same time, if you can separate the two, yeah. you can be friends when you're friends, and you can do business when you're business. You can really get along with that guy and appreciate him. I mean, he definitely has his dickish qualities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, he just—I think he's—he's you know, he's, he's a shrewd business. That's why he got where he got. Yeah. Uh, Batista is in the studio with us. He's got a new movie out called Army of the Dead, which we will get to and talk about, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Uh, but let me let's go back to you. Uh, so. I don't know the chronological order, and I don't have it pulled up, but I remember t- calling you one time or texting you and go, dude, congratulations, and you were like, on which one? And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and I was like, I read that you were going to be in a movie with uh, De Niro. Oh, was it De Niro? Yeah, the yeah. Gambling yeah. movie. Yeah. And, uh, the funny story. And you were like, oh, no, I thought you were talking I got the James Bond movie. I was oh, like, yeah. what? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even, you were like, don't say anything. Yeah, I mean, like, all that stuff, once one opened, clearly they saw something in you. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's great, though. Yeah, no, I'm, no complaints. I really, because I pursued it and I chased it. And I'm a guy who, like, so I always feel like if I'm not working, I'm not getting better. And I'm, like, so hungry to get better that yeah. I, I want to keep working. Also, I'm under the crunch, man, because I always feel like, you know, age is not on my side. Time's yeah. not on my side, so I need to work, 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 work. Because there's somewhere I want to be. And you I, don't want to be in the Expendables 12 one day. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. And that's why I am so pressed <laughs> to work. Because I don't want to be in the Expendables 12. Yeah. I want to be behind the camera making films, and I want. That's where my. I think that's where my future lies. One day we were, we went out to dinner, and we were talking about La La Land, which I hadn't seen, but it had won the award. Awesome. Movie. And sometimes when the movies come out, and you don't see them, and you yeah. hear their word, like I got to go check it out. And same with me. That's that I did. Didn't get a chance to see, and you were like, "You didn't see it. It was great." And I go, "Yeah, it's good. I will watch." And you were like, "It was beautiful. The cinematography." Yeah. And I went, "Who is this guy? Who is this guy?" And uh, and I think, but you really love you really love film. You really love the, the business. It's, I do, man. I grew up on it. It was like when I was a kid. I was because I was, you know, I was so, so socially awkward, and I was lived in really bad circumstances. And yeah. TV and films like were. They were all I had, man. Yep. Yeah, they were my escape. And uh, so it was, yeah, I think a lot of people are surprised to find out uh, how extensive my love is, is for films. When we saw Guardians of the Galaxy, well, we used to have a guy uh, who would call in and do movie reviews and stuff, and he called Guardians of the Galaxy the year before it came out. He's like, there's this movie coming out, Batista's in it, blah, blah, blah. And he loved it so much that I crapped all over it just to go against him. <laughs> I hadn't even seen it. I didn't know it. When I saw the trailer, I was like, they're just trying to make another Star Wars, a weird group of space people together. And then when I saw the movie, I was like, "Boy, I could." I called him the next day. I could have been more wrong. Yeah. What an enjoyable movie! What a great character you played. Uh, and then, like when you see Drax in the first movie, he's the muscle guy who's not that he's not smart, but he's logical and he's you know, a little <laughs> spockish. Yeah. But in the second movie, uh-huh. and in 
uh, end game, like I mean, that character got became so much more and was great. I mean, you yeah. you looked forward to seeing yeah. uh, that character. Yeah. I thought it was wonderful. That was um, I mean, that was because of James Gunn because he didn't. So he wrote rewrote the first script, right. but he didn't write from scr- from scratch the first script. So he punched up the first one. So yeah, he punched up the first one, but then the second one he wrote for us. Oh, so he okay. wrote for all the characters. He knew us as performers. He knew the strengths of you know of of our characters. So he wrote for us. So and also when. Infinity War and Endgame, James Gunn also wrote for Drax. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so it's all like James Gunn, man. He, so when when he had his issues, mm. uh, I love that people stood behind him right away yeah. and came out. That's the only way people are going to go through this BS of this was, canceling. Yeah, it was brutal, man. Yeah. Like, it was brutal. And was he was he worried about it, or was he like, I Oh, he was over. devastated. Oh, I'm like, sure. He was devastated. He was heartbroken. Yeah. He, he was crushed, man. I mean, talking about a crushed person, because... I mean, he was he was attacked. He was unfairly attacked. It was you know a bunch of tweets that were completely taken out of context. Sure, and they were just they were just bad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> we were, were all guilty of doing jokes. Yeah. yeah, and that you know when he made those jokes, you know he didn't have hundreds of thousands of followers. He had like a few thousand followers. Sure, but they were all just shock factor bad jokes, and that's all they were, man. But taken out of context, yeah. he looks like a horrible human being. And yeah, I totally person, get he's it. Just not. He's just a, such a good natured dude. I remember talking after yeah. the first one. You loved him. You were like, yeah, he's yeah. a great guy. He is. So, uh, so then the second one is even a, a huge success. Then yeah. all the the uh, now how is, when when you show up now? Here's a kid who was an awkward kid who loved movies. He's made a couple movies. Now you're on the set. With not just your your boys from Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. but these are the, some of the top actors That's in the weird. world right yeah. now. How do you feel? I belong here. Do you feel a little intimidated? Oh, it's totally intimidated. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd have you to can't be, let that show, though, right? You know, that's the thing with me. I, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I don't care. People, I don't. I think some people, you know, think it's kind of odd, and some people appreciate it. But you know, I'm gonna be me. I, I just kind of learned that like later in. in Who life. didn't you know beforehand that you became buddies with? Um, well, I'm not, I think Josh Brolin is a guy I really kind of clicked with, and we just communicate all the time. I just stay in touch with that dude. And he goes, seems like a cool dude. He's, he's such a cool dude. Yeah. And he's real, and he knows that he's made his mistakes. He's definitely got his demons. But he's trying to live his life the righteous way, man, and he's just, uh, he's not pretentious. Yeah. There's nothing fake about that dude, and he could be. I mean, he comes from, you know, Hollywood royalty, this dude. is. Uh, yeah. You know, he's but he's just as real as can be, and he's down to earth, and he's super talented. We I don't think we've had him on the show. But we definitely yeah. had his dad on oh, the show. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that's awesome. Um, so okay, so you make the movies are super successful, and then you're like, are, do you get to choose now? You're like, all right, I want to. Now I got a little bit of credentials. I got yeah. some some balls about me. Let me. What what did you want to do next? So the first thing was, uh, and it, it broke my heart, but we had to leave my agency um, at the time because okay. we, just, we just outgrew it. Yeah. And I stayed with them. You know, I really, I think I suffered because I stayed with them a little too long. Yeah. But I love my agent so much, I just didn't want to leave him. Sure. Because we had a personal relationship. And he yeah, was, so you're a loyal guy. Yeah, and, I, and we tried to take him with us. It just, he would have taken a demotion if he left his, because he was a VP at, at his agency. Right. But, you know, coming with us, he just... So about a year and a half after we decided to leave, we finally left, and we went to a bigger agency, and and it just really started to open up. Like I started to get packages and thing. I I was now I was in the mix of, you know, bigger directors, bigger writers, yeah. uh, bigger actors. Um, so it was that, kind of that agency move that really. Did that make you feel better about your acting skills, your, your no. confidence level? No, no. I don't, you know, what, they're they're both, they're different things. Yeah, like I 
I want the opportunity so I can be a better actor. But like I said, if I'm not working, and if I'm not working with the right people, I'm not working with the best actors, best directors in the world. I'm not getting better. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, no, I don't gauge it like that. I always gauge my career, but you know, f- from who I work with, and that was with wrestling as well. What's been your favorite of your movies besides the Guardians movie? I'm still super proud of Hotel Artemis. Okay, so Hotel Artemis, yeah. you actually invited me to go to, and I couldn't go see it, and I later on watched yeah. it on. Uh, on HBO or whatever. That was a good movie. I love it. Yeah. I love it. it I love a- weird... You, you're finding these movies that are yeah. original-type yeah. type, yeah. uh, screenplays. Yeah. And it was just... It was a small... It was a low-budget film because... So the director... Uh, was a first-time director, but he's also a writer. But he wrote the film, and he wanted, keep, wanted to keep it contained, keep it control of it. So he kept it as an independent film. There was no budget behind it, no budget on promotion. Yeah. Uh, but it was just... I was proud of it. And there was, like, you know, A-list actors in that film because they were just passionate about the project. Yeah. So not because we, we didn't make a buttload of money on that. We made, you know, very little money. But it was just such a cool project, cool ensemble cast. Like, I wanted to work with Jody so bad. And, that, and it's weird that that doesn't seem to me like a movie that she would have been attracted to. Yeah. But yet she was great in it. She not only was attracted to but she actually fought for the part. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so that's so interesting. Hotel Artemis is a good movie. And like Dave said, it didn't have a lot of advertising budget, no. so you may not have seen it. But it is on on demand or yeah, on wherever you yeah. find it, and, and I've seen it. Uh, and then another one, which, uh, so Stuber. Stuber, yeah. <laughs> we, we, yeah. I know why you're laughing, yeah. because, so T.J. Miller was in the studio with us one yeah, time, yeah. and uh, he was telling me that they were talking to him about playing they were. Yeah. The, the part, and he didn't, he didn't really feel like, he felt like the two of you wouldn't have gelled together. He wasn't yeah. insulting you, and he, he just yeah, didn't yeah. see it as a... Uh, as that kind of relationship, yeah, and I got to tell you, I think that's for the best because it ended up the two of you yeah. were hilarious in that movie. Yeah, from the get go, oh. when when he when he does the uh, Sarah Connor line to the rest of the movie, <laughs> yeah. it, just, it was it, I, that was another, like I thought that was going to be a hit because I thought it was funny as hell. Yeah, and I was proud of the film, still proud of it, but uh, it was never so. That was never. That's not the truth. <laughs> what happened was Kamel was always meant to play Stu, uh, but he backed out of the part. And I found out later it was because they just weren't offering him any money. Money, yeah. yeah. And so we went out to a few different people and actually read with them. I went and read with T.J. Miller, and I felt like it was a, an odd couple as well. Right. But that's not why he didn't get the part. I mean, uh-huh. he just, they just went back to Kamel and they offered him more money because he was obviously, as you saw, he's just he was he's Stu. He was, he's he was great. Yeah. I don't know that T.J. Miller necessarily like said that like, you yeah. walked away from, him, but he yeah, just yeah. said he felt like it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, it, it wasn't. No, he's that's that's a fair statement. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was odd. It was uh, Stu should have been someone like Kamel. Stu, I read with Jermaine Fowler, who I actually I wanted to get the part until Kamel came back into the mix because right. I always wanted to Kamel. Kamel and I were kind of magic together. We always were from the beginning, and I was a little confused on why he pulled out, but I didn't know kind of the whole story until he, you know, told, he yeah. told me. <laughs> well, that's good. That he held out. It worked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's a funny actor. Yeah, the two of you I thought were were good together. Now let's go. Let's move forward to the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Okay. So here I am. I have a. 14-year-old son and an 8-year-old daughter trying to keep them happy, trying to find something to do, yeah. and everybody's going to um, drive-in movies now. Right. I didn't even know they, were, they existed anymore. <laughs> There's a drive-in in Hillsborough that if yeah. you feel brave enough to drive up Hillsborough Avenue to go Is there, you go. I, don't, I think so. Yeah, the one where it's yeah. like a flea market on the weekend <laughs> and drive there. So yeah. uh, the spy movie is playing there. Was it My Spy? My Spy, yeah. Okay, so I, my daughter will love it. And my son will check out. So that's exactly what happened. We, the three of us went. Uh-huh. 
My son was on his phone the entire time and checked out. My right. daughter and I watched it, and we both loved it. Right. I'm not saying that to you because you're here. I remember coming back on the air, and I was like, I loved it. I think I loved it more than the kids G- loved it. Gio talks about it all the time. Yeah. He goes, I got it for my daughter to watch. He goes, I thought it was one of the funniest yeah. movies. It yeah. was really it was really good. It was super fun, yeah. Yeah, and that's got to be so much fun to be able to do a fun kids thing. It was. Because then kids, well, kids probably look at you and think you're uh, you know, a superhero as it is. So, yeah. But, I mean, uh, now when kids are like, I know him from the movie, that's got to be because I love little yeah. kids. Yeah, that was um, that was an interesting story how that came about. But I, you know, I, I worked with this studio SDX on that, and uh, when I, I originally had a general meeting with them, and so, you know, general meetings kind of get to know each other. Yeah. So I went in, and I'm sitting on this couch, and the the whole board like comes in, all the big wigs come uh, in, and uh, the CEO like steps up and he goes. Uh, he goes, uh, I'm Adam, and, and we want to be in the Dave Batista business. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it never happened. But uh, anyway, they said, we want to do something in the vein of kindergarten cop. And they said, you got any ideas? And I said, yeah, I got a ton of ideas. And so that's how it originally started. But it was that was the full first project I've been on from A to Z. Right. I was you know pr- full producer on that, and uh, it, it you know it did it did really well. But it was frustrating because we were supposed to come out. We had multiple release dates for that film. But because it was a smaller film, they kept changing it because we were up against like huge movies, and yeah. they felt like we'd get crushed, which is what happened with Stuber. Yes, that's um, what I was saying. Stuber, I think, fell in the middle of that. Yeah, and so finally, it was just too late because it, you know all the theaters were shutting down, so they uh, they sold it to Amazon. So, and I got screwed up a buttload of money, but at the same time, the film did well, and so uh, they, yeah. now they want to make a sequel. So, oh, really? Yeah. Are you down with that? Oh, definitely. Oh, uh, good, good, good. Yeah, do you do you know when movies are? I, I mean, this works great for me. When I, I remember before the pandemic, I was like, if I had to pay a hundred dollars to see a movie instead of going to a movie theater, right. I'd do it. Not that I don't love the theater experience, yeah. but I hate kids. I hate teen. <laughs> I hate teenagers. Like they'll ruin a goddamn yeah. movie for you. True. You want to go? I mean, I, I have a teenager, True. but I want. I don't. I want to go on a Friday night like an adult to see a movie, yeah. but I don't want a bunch of kids in there. But the, I mean, do you ever think like? Do you remember like? I mean, I was that guy. Yeah, that's... I was the guy throwing popcorn at girls and trying to, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. You know, I was that kid. I would have been that kid. Too, you, I yeah. knew you would have been the non-cool kid. version <laughs> of that kid. Yeah. So, so I, I would say I'd pay a hundred dollars for a movie if I could just watch it in my living room. You yeah, know. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you lose that theater experience, but now. We get to do that. All yeah. these movies are coming out, and they're on. And I'll be honest, I don't know what I'm paying for. I got Hulu and Amazon and yeah. Netflix and all that stuff. I have it all. So uh, I, I'm glad that it's all on my fingertips, but I yeah. feel like sometimes it slips past me. Unless he comes in and says, you got to go watch this movie, yeah. I, I don't see it as much, you know? Mm-hmm. So is that hurting actors? Is it hurting you? Uh, or this, this, the, the, do these uh, outlets pay so much money for it, you're still making all the good money anyway? It's You know, it's weird. It's uh, that The business has been in that that place for years now right and uh it's the reason like like smaller films don't go to theaters anymore because they get crushed by big blockbusters because it's so expensive to go see a movie you know people want to they want to save up their money and take their family to the sherbet yeah the next marvel film the next disney film something they know the family's going to love and it's a big blockbuster film it's going to do well people are waiting to buy tickets and all the smaller films just get, you know, they, they go, people, they just kind of, they slip by. Well, I, I don't know. For, uh, by the way, as a movie fan, can you settle this? This proves me Nomadland, good movie or bad movie? Oh, uh, man, I hate to say this. You didn't see it? See it. Okay. Yeah, Nomadland. He he hated it, yeah. and I thought it was no, I'll, okay. I'll watch it and get back It's worth it. watching, but it's not an Academy Award To me, movie. it is uh, the director wanted to bun- do a bunch of beautiful shots, mm-hmm. which it was. It was all, you know, the country and stuff. But it was just boring. It just really never went anywhere. There wasn't right. any character development, I thought. I thought it was just kind of a, 
here's a movie that we want to try and win an award. So right, we're going right, to make, right. you know, one of those kind of things. Yeah. I didn't like it. I thought it was really bad. Is it, where is it? Is it on Netflix? Hulu. I think it's on yeah, Hulu. Hulu, yeah. Hulu. Is it Hulu? Yeah. The first thing I actually knew the answer to. You know, I lay in bed at night and I Google, where do I, where do I find these movies? I, have to, I wanted to watch <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, I had to Google where to find it, and I got so frustrated I just bought it on demand. Do you know? <laughs> probably have it somewhere. Do you know? Well, I don't know. Maybe you have it or not. With with Fire TV, it just has the search, and it'll show you, and it'll show you options of oh, where really? you can watch oh, it. Really? Yeah. So if you just no. put it in and do it that way, it'll say, "Well, you have HBO. You can watch here or Amazon. It's yeah. here, wherever it is." Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. okay. yeah, sometimes. Uh, like if I've searched a couple times in Netflix for films, and the films actually come up, and you click on them, they show you a bunch of other movies. Right, yeah. 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 We don't have that, but yeah. this is yeah, yeah. sort of like it. Yeah, yeah. I, I did that the other night because I wanted to watch American Skin. I haven't seen it, and a couple of my boys are in it, and I want to check that out. Tell me about uh, Army of the Dead now. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you real quick. I watched oh, yeah. the trailer. Okay. Not a huge zombie fan. Watch yeah. Walking Dead for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Kind of lost me. Yeah. I liked the one with Brad Pitt because I thought there was a good science involved in there. And uh, sure. you know, fast, we saw fast-running zombies for the first time. Yeah. So I'm watching this movie not knowing it's a zombie movie, the trailer for your movie. Right. And then they hit Vegas, and then there's money, and then there's Elvis zombie, and I was like, this movie looks fantastic. Right. Anything that's a better take on, on something is always interesting to me. It's, uh, it's great. Yeah. But this movie... It- you know, it's, it's unlike anything you just mentioned. It's it's more fun, man. It's more self-aware. There's a lot of great action, and there's you know some some drama too. I don't know yeah. if you dig that, but there are some yeah, there are relationships. It's really a redemption story with this guy and his, his daughter. Um, but uh, it's you know kind of the backdrop is is a zombie apocalypse in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just uh, it's just fun. Even like we don't really. Uh, it's not like a lot of gratuitous gore. We're not yeah. reliant on the gore factor. Uh, to me, when I watch it, it almost feels like the zombies are almost very vampirish. Yeah, okay. Um, so we don't, you know, focus on like the flesh eating, but there's some some legit uh, legit like scary moments. Yeah. Well, I, in the trailer, that was one of the things I noticed where you're fighting a zombie yeah. and it's moving fast and ducking yeah. punches, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's the worst kind of zombie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, we have like a kind of different different type zombies. They're like samblers, they're your typical, yeah. and then we have uh, alpha zombies. Which uh, which are like the superhero ones. zombies, yeah, and they're just yeah, like they're smart and they're organized and they're just strong and fast. That's and, cool. Yeah, my favorite movie so far, zombie style movie, has been um, uh, the Will Smith. I am Legend. I am Legend. Yeah, great. I just I but thought, they're more like vampires as well. The same right. thing. They yeah. only come out at night. Yeah. They're aggressive. So great. And there's like, a leader one. Yeah. Right. You know, Super yeah. Creepy. No, I love that movie. So what? All right. So what can you tell us that, without ruining the movie? So you go. So there's money. Yeah. In in uh, Vegas in the yeah. vaults, obviously, yeah. and you have to get in, you're, you're going in there, but so, you have to go through the zombies. Yeah. So the thing is, is so the zombie apop- apocalypse, the zombie breakout, has been contained to Vegas right. and shut down, and so they decide that they're going to nuke Vegas. Uh-huh. And one of the casino owners, he's already collected insurance on his casino, all the money, but he's got all this money still in his casino. So he hires this team, or he hires this guy to put together a team. They go in and get the money, but they've got to not only you know fight off the threat of the zombies, but they also got to get out of there with the money right. before well, it's nuked. Do you, do you know going in that there's zombies there? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. We, so that so this guy Scott Ward, his uh, in in his former life, he was a part of a military team that just fought zombies. Like he was a part of oh, a okay. zombie. Right. Okay. So it's a known vengeance. zombies are a known thing. Yeah. So this is why this casino owner knows about this guy because he uh, saved someone who was very high up in the military, and he got awarded for that. So he's aware of this guy. He's good at what he does. He can run a team. So he hires this guy to put together a team to go in and do gotcha, this. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and it now it, where is it opening anywhere? Is it right to? 
It's um, no, it'll be in theaters for like a week before it's streaming. Okay. Yeah, which is which is weird. Uh, you know, I don't know what uh, made them make the decision to do that. Which I'm not complaining about because it's great. Yeah. So, you know, get to go see your own now movie. Theaters, theaters are and, back opening up again, so yeah, now you can yeah. go in there. And it's just uh, you know, I know a lot of people. They figure you know. Be free next week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess yeah. that's the case. There's some yeah. things you do want to you do want to go see a movie like that, a big yeah. movie like that. You do want to enjoy in a theater. I, yeah, I do personally. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is Dave Batista who is here with us. What are you working on now? What's next? So I'm going to do uh, Knives Out two, the sequel to Knives Out. Yeah, I'll go great. do that next, and then I'll come back and do uh, uh, Guardians three. Another another big ensemble cast with Knives Out. That that's yeah, they're be starting great. to announce uh, names, uh, and I, I wasn't. I didn't know anybody who was going to be in the cast, so I'm kind of, you know, catching up as they're being announced. But uh, they announced uh, Janelle Monae uh -huh. and Ed Norton, and obviously Daniel Craig's back playing uh, reoccurring his character. All right, let's talk about Janelle Monae for a second and yeah. parlay this into your sure. relationship. She's smoking hot. Smoking hot, yeah. Smoking Such hot. Such a beautiful I don't know. Talented, man. Yeah. yeah. So now you're going to be working with her. Yeah. You're single. Yeah. What's going on? Why are you nah, why? I'm, not, I'm not that dude. Yeah. Listen. And I've made that mistake, you not that dude. You meet me with a girl. You, you, you don't know what kind of scenes you're going to have with her. Yeah. You may be like, oh, my God. I'm yeah, but yeah, I made the mistake of dating an actress I was working with twice. Uh -oh. and I, That was twice when. <laughs> like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> was it the green lady from Guardians of the Galaxy? No, no, no. She's, <laughs> that's, no, Zoe's married. She's yeah, no, I'm kidding. Are you talking about Mantis? I just was making a joke. Who, who, I just don't want to. I don't want to get stuck with that reputation. Also, they were really bad experiences. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, do you? Do we know this actress or is she? Uh, probably. Yeah. 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 Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was that little girl from the spy movie? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a joke. Uh, That's a terrible joke. Uh, now, why? Now, how, are you? Last time I talked to you, Titus, yeah. I was very upset yeah. that Titus, you and Titus were going to Vegas, and and I did not get invited. Then Titus told me to come, and I was like, no, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to come now. You can't just invite me. <laughs> I didn't even know. Why would you call no, me? No, 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 okay. Plus, there's zombies yeah. there now. Yeah, yeah right? Exactly. Yeah, my, yeah, my dude was fighting there. We went to check him out, and uh, that was, man, he had a bad night. But, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he said that you, at the time, had a girlfriend. Um, or a girl, at least, that was going on that trip. No, no, no. We went oh. there. We went there. Stabbed. Whatever. Maybe I'm yeah. confusing things yeah. with that. Uh, I need to be. I need to be a part of it. Much like yeah. the decision to not hire your niece, I need to be a part of these decisions in yeah. the future. You don't. You don't make very good decisions when it comes to these things. With um, with women, I, I don't. Yeah, like I feel like I need to help. I don't feel like you're not using your powers right. Well, <laughs> I mean, it depends. I mean, I, you know, it's like whole conversation. What kind of girl do you like? Uh, some, uh well, okay, so <laughs> smart. I, I, yeah, but I like smart, like nerdy chicks. I like gothy, like Comic Con. Sarah, Sarah, yeah, Sarah, yeah. Sarah's my type. Yeah, yeah, um, I like you know chicks with tats and who are super pale. And uh, you were doing this also for all the women listening, like this oh, next no. to their radio. No, I'm just trying to describe yeah, my yeah. type. But uh, I'm not like opposed to dating. I'm dated chicks. You think you think actor? You think an athlete? You think uh, hot blonde, big boobs? That's nah, not nah, you. it's not yeah. me at all, man. It's weird. It's, but it is. People think that I would like that yeah. chick. I'm or I only date fitness chicks, and she typically not my type at all. I love like. Uh, just nerdy, gothy chicks, man. That's Are you a home homebody guy? You like to stay when you're not working, be home, or you like to go out and do stuff? Cause well, I never see you out. Yeah, I don't. I don't socialize all that much. I go to like three places in Tampa. Uh huh. But, don't uh, say where they are. People yeah, will follow you. And yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I prefer to be at home. Yeah, I have my home in my office, and that's kind of all. Do you, you, will you stay here? Do you like living here? Like you won't move to L.A.? Just, no, God, no. no I, right? I despise L.A. Man. Yeah. I go out there and I can only take in small doses, but I'm not an L.A. guy. And I like man, I like being secluded and I like my privacy. And I also like 
I like living a normal life, man. Yeah, I can't live a normal life in L.A. What do you? What do you have? You have dogs at your house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all I picture is you just hanging out at the dogs. That's and what it is, man. Nobody else. Because remember, there was a story you rescued those dogs, right? With yeah. the uh, ones that you picked up. What well, I forget what the backstory was. So there the backstory was, was um, man, I, I feel bad. I can't think of the organization right now. But so someone, uh, the dogs were kind of they were neglected and they were right. mis- mistreated. So and they were finally they were turned into a shelter and they're litter mates. So they'd been together their whole life and. A local pit bull organization found out about it, and they just adopted them out of the shelter. They just got them out of there. They didn't have a home for them. They just wanted them to not be split up, and they didn't want them adopted out separately. Right. They wanted to keep them together. So uh, they went to a couple different uh, uh, foster care places, and, and then they finally, you know, they got in touch with me and asked me if I had room, and I had just, I just, you know, lost my dogs to Sarah. And, right. And so I, I needed dogs, and they needed me, and so it just was the perfect storm. I, I don't ever even consider that. If I, if I had... Like I, kind of, I didn't. Yeah. I love my dog now. Yeah, yeah. And if my wife and I got separated, yeah. uh, I'm not giving her the dog. Well, <laughs> I'll trade her you know, a kid. It was for weird. The dog. It was well. It was you know, it's kind of heartbreaking to talk about it because I I really kind of gambled and I lost. But I had a hard time just interacting with Sarah at all. Yeah. Like even through third parties. So, and that was the one thing that was still connecting us was the dogs. And I just couldn't do it anymore. So I wouldn't take them from her. Yeah. I just wouldn't be that guy because I, I, it's just like be a cruel thing. Yeah. So I said, you know, you can have the dogs or I'm going to take the dogs, but we can't, we can't keep doing this. I need, I, I just can't do this or I'm not going to get past you. Um, so she said, okay, she'd take the dogs. And I figured, you know, she's so busy within, you know, a month or two. She just she's going to struggle to take care of them, and I figured I would get them back. Like I really believe that you know you, they're coming back to me. Yeah, and they never did. <laughs> uh, well, so I mean, I, I lost that. But at least she got a new. Yeah. And but I know they're like she loves them, so I know they're happy and they're healthy, and she's taking care of them. So, but anyway, and and so I needed dogs, and my dogs needed me, and it just worked out. Uh, I don't. I don't honestly, from the bottom of my heart, yeah. don't know the circumstances of your. Uh, divorce, and that's yeah. uh, I, I say there's that, two of us. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because I I knew you and yeah. I knew her, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think I probably saw her more than I saw you. Yeah, Not yeah. that that was a lot, but yeah. just because you were so busy. Right. And but I don't know. I just I found out one day somebody while well, we were there, yeah. we were all at some place together, and somebody whispered to me, say, "Hey, by the way," because I didn't yeah. know, you know. Yeah. And uh, and so I don't know. I don't know if this is. I mean, it seems like this is a sad thing for you now. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I was dug in, man. I thought this was the rest of my life. Yeah. So I, if you would ask yeah. me, I would have said that to you. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I I think, uh, you know, she didn't want to be married, so we're not married. Uh-huh. You know, I think she. The only thing I really got from her was the age difference finally caught up with us. So I guess too old for her. How old am I? Getting? I'm 52 now. He's 52. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be 50. How do I not even? I like yeah, nothing. you got to start doing gotta, something. Yeah, you got to sit up or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, something. fair enough. Is she I, She didn't want to be married. I don't want to keep her a prisoner. So, uh, what, didn't want to be married because because your situation with you not being around? Uh, or I, yeah, I, I, I don't know she, that. You know, she got married very young. We got together very young. I think she wanted uh, a life with her friends. and I got you. Uh, so she, didn't want, she just didn't want to be married. You seemed pretty mature about it. Like, you're handling it pretty well. Uh, I mean, it, it crushed me, but I, at the same time, was very accepting of it. Even I even told her I, would, I wouldn't try to get her back. I wouldn't beg and plead and try to force her into a situation she didn't want yeah. to be in, although it, it killed me. Like, it yeah. literally did rip my heart out. Like, I still feel... A huge gap in my soul because she's not in my life. But well, that's terrible. That's it horrible. It's horrible to hear. And um, I, you know, I believe that you will find somebody else. You're too nice yeah. of a guy not to. You know yeah. what I mean? And I've, I just, uh, I, I don't know if I can ever go there again. Like commit to something 
it's uh, I don't it's hard for me because I really believe that that was it and that's hard for me to f- believe in that anymore but I I've, da- I've dated it's so sweet <laughs> that's so sweet and sad at the same time yeah. you're like I'm yeah. glad that you found yeah. it and sad for you yeah. that you don't so yeah. you've dated a lot since then a bit yeah. a bit yeah, yeah. try because it's probably probably trying to keep your mind off it and then also trying to see what else you know, and, and also no, when you're off the market for a little while, you're like, now nah, I got to bang everybody. No, I didn't <laughs> feel like that at all. Really? It's like all of a sudden, I think when I was when I was married, I was it was so weird, man. Because when I was married, it was it was getting thrown at me, but I was so content going home to Sarah that I just didn't, I yeah, didn't, I didn't pursue it. And then when I wasn't married, I realized, man, it's really been thrown at me, yeah. and so I didn't uh, ignore it. And so, who, yeah. who, who I did see you, you were at some sort of award show or something. Mm. I came across a picture of you and a. Super hot girl, and I was like, "Oh, he's all right. He's doing all right." What's she look like? I don't remember. She would probably just—I uh, want to say she had dark hair. She was tall. I don't recall 100 percent, or else I'd pull it up right now. But I, I was—I was like, "Oh, he'll be—he'll be just fine." <laughs> yeah, I did okay. Yeah. Well, man, that is—that is, that is uh, interesting. I—I—I I, I I think you're not realizing it, but I definitely see you getting married again. You're too, mm. you're too sweet of a guy. Like, you're, like for a guy as big right. as you are, you have a lot of emotion, yeah. and I think somebody will, will hook you again. Yeah, no, well, man, the thing is, is that, like... You're going to fight like it for a, a while. I feel like a bad cliche now. I, like, I feel like a bad Hollywood cliche. Uh-huh. I've been married three times. Three? three, three yeah, know, that's yeah. what I mean. See? <laughs> <laughs> See, you look at it Chain differently. Mind, yeah. You look at it differently when you... And I don't want to be... Uh, I just don't want to be in... Uh, I am kind of a cliche, but I, <laughs> I'm so fighting it. Do you have any money, or do you have to give them all to the ex-wives? No, man. We had a really amicable divorce. Good. Yeah. What about the first two? Did you have enough money there to have to still be paying them? Or you're all no, my, you know, I didn't have any money for my first marriage. And my second wife, I, I don't I don't know if you met her over I the did, years. Angie, I did not. She was actually back in Tampa. Oh, really? Yeah, we don't fall a, for that again. <laughs> again, she had a, a very, we had an amicable divorce, and... And then Sarah just, you know, she was the most, you know, non-materialistic person ever. And she just didn't really want anything. I, you know, I got her house, and she yeah. was content with that. And, and then you bought a dinosaur. I kept, well, she kept, she left the dinosaur. Oh, I did. did. That was what I bought her all the time, because that was the only thing I ever found. Because she, she didn't like anything. Like, even, like, I, I, I bought her what I thought was her dream car, uh-huh. uh, an old bus, you know, a VW bus. And she didn't even want it. She was like, and so she wouldn't even take the money. Like, I was going to, I'd offered to buy it back from her. And it's like there, it was. I paid like 140 grand for it for a VW bus. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm sure, sure it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure it's not rare. rusted out. Yeah. But she yeah. wouldn't. She wouldn't take the money for it either. So we agreed on. Uh, she, uh, I paid her 50 grand for it. That's all she wanted for it. Wow. Yeah. So she's just not a materialistic person. Like she could just care less. She never. And that was great because I knew she never wanted anything from me. Like that sure. was a nice feeling to have. You knew why she was with you. Yeah. And yeah. most most yeah. celebrities probably have to always, always you know for a while always judge that. Yeah. 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 You know who collects those, and I wonder if you had any dealings with him is uh um the comedian fluffy gabriel iglesias yeah oh does he really yeah he yeah. i guess he has like a ton of them oh really yeah like what he has a do? storage what you do more than two i don't know but yeah. he has like a storage garage yeah. full of vw buses they're so cool man yeah they're cool but i mean what do you need a hundred for well, you know i wouldn't like a hundred that's expensive but jay, yeah. jay leno has a gazillion cars and seinfeld but they constantly drive them when yeah. they go to yeah. and from they're in them Jeremy you know he collects all porsches right yeah, 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 he's got a whole building worth of cars. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, that's insane. What do you? What do you? How many cars do you have? You got one fancy car in my driveway right now. Um, <laughs> I got a few. You got a fleet? Yeah. yeah. No, I got. Like, do you have a muscle eight. car? Eight, I think eight. Eight, <laughs> eight. eight, eight cars. Eight cars. 
What would you have a muscle car? Like a, a yeah, restored a, car? What do you have? I have a seventy seven Trans Am. Oh, that's oh, nice. nice. I have a couple old low riders and I have a couple Impalas. That's pretty sweet. They're not like you know, a few others. <laughs> All right, well listen, I, I uh we've we've established a couple of things today. Yeah. So our friendship needs to grow. Yeah. And we need to hang out. We need to be stop afraid of texting each other. Why is Carmen Big League in me? She was like, uh, I go, hey, uh, oh, cool. we got I've always been good to her. Got an interview to do. And she's like, no, nah, I'm not coming in. Yeah. No, that is not true. You were like, not until the next Guardians movie. He's yeah. not big enough. Right. No, not true at all. They forced me in the studio because they don't like to hang out with me. Well, that's true. Yeah. That, that part is a little bit So true. it's not my fault. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Carmen's got a boyfriend. Yeah. Actually, she doesn't care about it. Right. Right. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, part of that's true. Yes, I have a boyfriend, but care about that's yeah. not the case. Is he a G? Is he a stud, or is he, you guys make fun of him all the time? He is surprisingly a stud, yeah. and he is um, a, a, like we think we like him better than we like her. He's, yeah. he's, he's tall. He's built. He's got no eyebrows, which is weird. But he's tall. <laughs> he's he's an athlete. Squeezed off. Or? I don't know. I think he's he's, he's a, like he's a light skinned black dude. Yeah. He, he, and I think it's hard to see his he, eyebrows. He's completely oh, like gotcha. hairless. Yeah. Ever, like powder. Else. He's black powder. <laughs> <laughs> is that like by choice? Does he shave or does he? No, he has no hair on his body except for like a little on his head and then in the other region. But like he okay. doesn't have any la- like any hair on his leg or his arm. But he doesn't have like alopecia or anything. No, no, it's no. Just a genetic thing. Oh, okay. yeah. Wouldn't it be great he if he was had- struck by lightning? <laughs> <laughs> he only had a hairy ass. Super hairy, like all the hair from the rest of his body just went there. Right, yeah. It was like a cushion. <laughs> I can confirm that is not uh, the case. Okay, good, all right. good to know. When do you film Guardians Three? Well, we start in November. November and where Atlanta? Yeah, we're going to film it in Atlanta. I know you did yeah. one there before. That's why. Yeah. Uh, well, originally we were going to film it in London, and I think, you know, because there's so many COVID problems. Yeah. And, uh, so they decided to move to Atlanta. I think it had a lot to do with uh, Pratt as well. I don't think he wants to leave the country. He's so dug in here, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, it's a short drive. If you needed me for anything. Dude, that's the thing I'm looking forward to is coming home all the time. Yeah, right? Yeah. Are you yeah. still looking for an assistant? No. <laughs> I, hired, no. I hired this girl. She's, man, she's. <laughs> You don't want this one around. She a couple of shots of tequila. She'll be yeah. trying to get you to do all sorts well, of bad things. I'm a lot of fun. I'm not, I'm not dealing with that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know the big time attitude. Yeah. Big, like, big league in me. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Not the case. <laughs> I will, we, listen, we will be here. I mean, this is it now. I'm doing the show from here. Yeah, this um, is I'm, great. Uh, this is really I used right. to live in Cheval. Did you really? Yeah, my house got foreclosed. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, remember I, we talked about this. I don't remember. Yeah, I went broke. Yeah, so that three-year period where I left wrestling to where I couldn't make a dime in films. I, right. I you know, I had my. Remember when we had the um, the real estate uh, crisis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, so, so that was when I, I was there, and I was like. My, I had a uh, inflatable mortgage, and it went from like twenty five hundred a month to like seven grand a month. Yeah. I didn't have any money coming in for like three years. I'm paying seven grand a month for a place I can't afford. Yeah, and finally I had to do a voluntary foreclosure because I was broke. sure you had to get you to do a smart business yeah, thing get out of it. Yeah. I, just, I was broke. Yeah, so I had to, I didn't leave my home. And- Most people have to foreclose or go bankrupt or something. They go, here's my plan. I'm going to claim bankruptcy, pay some stuff off. Mm. And in a couple of years, I'll come back. You were just like, I'll just be a superstar and make millions of dollars. Yeah. Afterwards. Well, <laughs> just, it was weird the way it happened because I was went broke and I was so desperate. I packed up everything I had and I was going to move out to L.A. to try to audition. And get, right. And just, you know, a couple weeks. Well, like, my stuff was in boxes. I sold everything I had. I sold cars and everything. Wow. And then I got the audition for, for Drax. <laughs> oh, really? And so, anyway, I, I got the job and I ended up going to London for, like, seven months. 
And when I came back, my stuff was still in boxes, but my house was, you know, foreclosed on. So I grabbed my, st- I got my stuff, and I, you know, I bought this other house and just, yeah, you know, paid cash for it. And wow. that's where I'm at now. I'm super happy. Though. Good for you, man. And then uh, that's a good sign for people out there too. Anybody who thinks this can't get any worse, it right. can get a whole lot better too. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, I am so happy for your success. Yeah, thank you. I, I really am. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing the movie. is called Army of the Dead. Comes It'll out be- a week from tomorrow, or uh, yeah. it comes out Friday, right? It'll come the 21st. out Friday on theaters, and then 21st in uh. On, on Netflix, Netflix yeah. 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 yeah, and then uh, you know, while you're are you in town for a while? No, I'll be here till. Well, I got to go out of town. And go do. Uh, I'll go to Ellen next week and Fallon the week after, and then uh, I'll be done with my press tour for Army, and then I'll have like <clears throat> two weeks to start prepping up for for Knives Out. How how can you can you sneak in something about us on the Fallon show? Like, could you mention <laughs> Mike Calder somehow? Like, I don't know. Like, just make up a story. We'd be like, oh, me and my buddy Mike Calder were. <laughs> he was. I was spotting them. What when we're, doing, we're working out and. Uh, and I was spotting him, and he was doing. He was like benching like three twenty. If you if, if if you don't remind me, I'll forget. But yeah, if yeah. you hit me up on the twenty eighth is when I believe when I'm doing the show, uh-huh. I'll, I'll I'll do my best. I promise. Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now. There's nothing. It's I'm not gonna be mentioned on the show and become famous the next day. I'm uh-huh. doing it because I'm like a five year old kid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've never. I'm excited to do a show. I've, I've never done a show. Of uh, he's awesome. Yeah, he's yeah, a good. Dude. I like him. I'm a fan. I just uh, I've never yeah. done a show. And so now is it full shows? You have a full, he's a full audience back in the studio. I, right? I don't think so. Or they're in the studio. I think I don't know if they're in the studio or they're still doing the screen thing. They do some. I think in the studio smaller, where they're sitting limited. further away, yeah. uh, like the guest is, and then some just on yeah. the screen, like doing. Oh, the show. okay. Yeah. All right. And I'll do Ellen next week, and I don't. I don't know if she's got people in. You got dance moves? Huh? You got dance moves? I mean, I do okay. I mean, yeah, well, you know what's going to happen. Ellen, Ellen's, Ellen's always dancing. dancing. Yeah, she's always doing her. But she's not, like, really dancing. She's kind of right. does yeah, this that's type of stuff. And that's the, I can do that. That's the fat way yeah, yeah. to dance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, yeah the, the, the groundhog. The Ellen shuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're going you're gonna to have this her last year, she said. I so know, right? Get yeah. it in before. Yeah, no, I'm happy to be on it because I've been wanting to be on her show for years now. And I'll finally get the opportunity. And it's the last opportunity. Good. Well, look, we look forward to seeing you more here. Yeah. You're welcome to come by. I'll just come out, hang out. I'm gonna, you're going to come home and be here on the couch. Uh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's so funny you said that. In fact, uh, after, after the, you made me, I, was, I had an idea. Uh-huh. And then I was like, ah, I don't know. That's kind of a dumb idea. But just because you said that, it was a sign that I have to do it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off the air when we get off the okay. air. Uh, Dave Batista, the movie's called Army of the Dead. Go yeah. see it. And then, uh, you know, you start shooting in November. Yeah. They'll probably wrap it up in yeah. four months or so. Um, and then, or, or at least the shooting. No, no. Guardians um, 3 is going to be like, it's like a six-month shoot. Oh, really? Yeah. So well, we're looking I'll, at 20. Also, I guess, I'll tell you, man. I'm, I'm, so I did a, a TV series with Momoa. Oh really? Yeah, and so that'll come out in August, but it's uh it's the new series, a uh, new uh, season of C, his show on Apple TV. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're in that you're in that season. Yeah. Oh yeah. no way. Yeah, I wanted to be in another season, but we were signed up for another film, so I could only do one season. But I love that kid, man. Yeah, yeah, he's the best. I love him, man. Do you ever see that video? Somebody, I I don't know who made it, but it's him and his kid. And it shows him uh, climbing with them and yeah. take out. And I was like, if you could not love this guy anymore, yeah. you watch that video. And you're like, he's, he's the best. He's a, he's a big kid. Yeah, oh, his yeah. kids are the, like his kids are the best. She doesn't like let him do technology. No, just <laughs> go out and climb stuff. <laughs> they're artistic kids. They play music and they're just like super interesting. But he's just an interesting dude. I love him. But he's he's a big he's a big dirty hippie kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you put him in a, a puddle of mud with a, a, a can of Guinness, he's yeah, like he'd happy. Be happy. <laughs> yeah, I love him. Uh, well, dude, thank you so much yeah. for coming in. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, uh, and- Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. 
They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.